Can we have a sidebar, a Powerpuff Girls sidebar? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> and now I'm gonna train you in how to fight. Okay. And he takes a spear uh-huh. and he kills. Dumalaplak. What? This is really like the tough love of like, no, I have to do this so that he learns. He's like, don't go there. There's so many women. Don't so go there. So many hot ladies. Don't go there. Is this the way that you tell someone no. not to go somewhere? You tell them, oh, it's all ugly monsters in there or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, Don't go there. There are millions of binokot there. It's like a buffet. It's a woman buffet. Don't go to the buffet of women. What? When? This is like a telenovela. I'm your brother. You know? What? Like, what? You're my brother? I've been fighting my brother this whole time? The gods must be crazy. I'm Ice. I'm Anima. And we're your hosts. The, po- the gods must be crazy is a podcast on Philippine mythology and folklore. Yes. And if you're here, you know that you're listening to part two. Yes. Of the third part. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, how does this work out? Part two. Part two of series three. <laughs> if we were a British, if we were a British TV show. Of the third, anyway, <laughs> the continuation. Some part. The continuation of Dahinilawad, which is our final installment for now on the Binokot special series mm-hmm. uh, of episodes that we've done. If you haven't, um, if you want to learn more about the Binokot, maybe you haven't listened to the episode yet, or you have and you forgot, and I wouldn't blame you because that was a bit ago. A while ago. You feel free to go back and listen. It's called The Princess in Her Tower. Mm-hmm. And the sequel, The Princess and the Battleman. Yes. And last week's episode, or last one's episode, which is. We don't know the title yet. Yet to be titled. But it's about the three brothers of Panay. Three brothers of Panay. The epic story keep it, of the, the three Hinilawad. brothers of Panay. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> which they clearly didn't. No, they didn't. Okay. So now I'm going to tell you the story of Madame. I'm excited. And I'm especially excited about this for two reasons. The first reason is, I know that we've been basing our recounting of the story because, you know, we don't have 30 hours to, no. to spare. And I know you guys wouldn't listen to 30 hours of, of us kind of <laughs> chanting. Also, we don't have the rights to chant it. But, so, the reason I'm excited about this installment is because, number one, I managed to, and it's really hard to get the source, but I managed to get an excerpt of the actual Ooh. translated text. Nice. Um, Was it translated to Tagalog or English? It translated to English. Okay. Um, of the first part of the Humadap Non. Mm-hmm. And it is amazing. The level nice. of detail that they absolutely did not include in the concise version that we have in the outline of Philippine mythology because obviously like you can't put that much in yeah but it just it's just so interesting because there's so many juicy details yeah that like it completely got in in it's so good it's so good that you have the access to that because you know oh it's just a it's just a shame that I we probably know more about Beowulf 
Then we know about and Gilgamesh. Our own, and Gilgamesh yeah. is in our own. And place. unfortunately, I only got access to it because someone was able to like upload like a scan version of the first part of the book. I wish who wrote I, it? Eflan de Hokan. Okay. I wish that I found a way to get the, my hands on the actual copy, but I mm. couldn't find it anywhere online. But hey, if you guys have access to that, let us know. I would love to read the rest of the epic. The second reason I'm very excited is because I found the character of the Binukot Nagmalitong Yawa very interesting. Mm-hmm. And we can talk a bit more about like the layers of her character and what makes her interesting because she plays such a big role. Didn't we talk about Nagmalitong Yawa in that clubhouse? Yeah, but very top line. And yeah. I think we only knew her as like this goddess of something. Right? Yeah. So let's talk a bit about like her role in the epic as well as how else she was perceived because she was also a goddess in by her own right. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, shift my position so sure. I can look at you. Okay. She's also a goddess by her own right, mm-hmm. right? Of the Solod people. Mm-hmm. She's the goddess of seduction. Seduction really wild. So we'll talk about nice. that. Okay, so let me start. It is gonna get confusing because I have two like Books. sources. But let me start with Wait, one second. Okay, I'll, I'll start with this one because I have a more detailed first part of the story and then the unfortunately, the latter part will be a bit more concise. But that's okay, okay because I know you guys want to listen to like five hours of this. <laughs> okay. Okay, go. So remember from the Three Brothers of Panay, Humadap Noen is the... The first? The second one. The second one, yes. right? Here in this version of the story, he is the only son. Only one son. Okay. For now. Okay. Was this was this also was this from a different binokot? Was so, it sung by a yeah, different he binokot? had different parents. Okay. So it's the same hero but a different kind of like background and origin okay. to him. So No, but like I mean when the story was told, was it the same person? No. Okay. A different okay. person. A different person. Yeah. So this is a different version of it. So let's start with Humadapnon, mm-hmm. right? He was known as a great leader, you know, future ruler of his village. He was the son of the Datu. Mm-hmm. And this is so funny because the story starts because was getting old and he was still a bachelor. Oh my god, it's George Clooney. So he was so like unselfish because like, I'm so old already and I still... Was he like five? Five years old? No, no, this, this doesn't tell any, like, crazy okay, birth okay. story or whatever. So, it almost starts, like, at the at his manhood already. Like, okay, okay. He's been old for a while, but still a lady love, I have none, for there's no one to woo around. So, his point is, like, he couldn't find anyone because he couldn't find anyone who is of equal standing to because okay. he was like, if I'm going to court someone, she needs to be someone of noble birth, someone who's like yeah. me, etc. Mm-hmm. Right? So he was like saying that. He was like lying down on his hammock and he was like just contemplating like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm an old bachelor. I'm an old I'm bachelor. I'm 20. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm turning 21. And I'm oh so no. Old. So anyway, his spirit friends heard him. Oh. And they went to him. And so he had two spirit friends. Have you friends. heard of Tinder? <laughs> um, the first one is called Taghui. And the second one is called Duende. Duende. Oh, okay. Yeah. So remember, again, Duende in some folklore means dwarves. Mm-hmm. But again, it could have been one of those Capre things where they just yeah. used the 
name to classify creatures. Different kinds of different creatures. Different kinds of creatures. I think the one in this instance really is just like Abba or spirit guide, yeah. spirit friend, right? And obviously they said it, it said that powerful people had access to spirit yeah. guides and spirit friends. So spirit friends. It's so funny because like if you read the text, the it, it, it recounts some of their conversations. So the, ah. the spirit friends talked to him. And then they were In like, In my oh. head, they're like Muppets. <laughs> they're like, oh, we need to talk to you. And then, and then, Humadapna's like, oh, what about? What do you want to ask? And then he goes, I'm greatly bewildered. And I'm really surprised why in this village you're getting old. A young man now of rightful age, yet a maiden you don't even keep. Or even have one to sit in your lap. What? This is mild compared to the rest of the Okay. Rest. And at first I was like, oh, you mean like sit on his lap like a baby? Like sit on his lap, yeah. right? No. I don't know. Let's see. Lap dance. <laughs> he needs a lap dance. And then they were like, wait, we know of a maiden. And and she might be worthy enough for you. Okay. And then Humadapun was like, okay, but here's my criteria. Wow. And I'm reading, this is the text. Guapo mo. This is the text, huh? If she wears her hair like mine, equals these I have in braid, bedecked with jewels rare, behold, even the strands are of pure gold. If so, I'll court her with pride until she becomes my wedded wife. So she's like, he's like, well, she has to have gold hair and braided and have jewels like mine. And then they were like, no, 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 we're sure because she is really beautiful she is not and this is where you get the sense of like they had this mythos of an upper world and an underworld and Uh a middle world they were like this maiden is beautiful she's not from the underworld nor from the upper world she's a maiden and a seer oh maiden i.e virgin yeah and a woman with powers of a sage so she's a binukot and a babaylan nice and then they talk about like She's the daughter of the Lord Labodongon. So in this story, oh, Labodongon is, is a... not the eldest brother. Instead, he is the father of okay. Nagmalitong Yawa. Okay. And and so she's the daughter of Buyong. So Buyong is like Lord for a man and Uwa is like for a woman. So she's the daughter of Buyong Labodongon and Uwa Matanayon. He has a crop of golden hair like yours, which she wears in priceless curls. And so... She's uh, got curly blonde hair. Yeah. I and love then it. and then Humadapna was like restless that night he couldn't sleep because he was like so I was like oh my god there's a beautiful princess so so Humadapnon is also blonde yeah he's also blonde and he wears his hair in a braid and so I was like, it's like I didn't see that in the story he's golden hair golden hair so he's like Chris Hemsworth ish and then the girl is like who has curly blonde hair Margot Robbie. <laughs> Why? Why? So, Are he was albino, like, kaya? he was like, okay, I have to go and journey forth. Okay. And there's an entire section here, which is just preparation. Okay, what do our heroes do when they're traveling out? They have to pack. They have to get a sidekick. They, oh, sidekick! Yay! Here's how he gets a sidekick. Audition. He goes. He goes. He was. He's telling his superior friend, well, if I were to travel, I have to have a companion. I have no assistant. He's mm-hmm. like, I need a PA. Like, I can't yeah. do it by myself. Who's gonna do my texts and, and so and tweet for me? He went to his younger sister. 
Okay. He's a younger sister. Is his too. sister his sidekick? No, no, no. Okay. His sister is Uwa Labing Anyag. She was a babaylan, skilled in charms. And then he said, I need to speak to you and consult with you. And this is what he says. If you think it right, in your opinion, reasonable, that we create a man. What? Who would go with me in my travel as my companion and mate. And And will call him brother. Consider him a younger kin. And then the girl says, it could be done. Wow. And then they went to their parents. So their dad is called Barulakao and their mom is called Kinbitinan. Mm-hmm. And then they ask permission. What do you think if we create a, a, a boy and he shall be my brother and he shall be your son? And another detail that I found interesting in, in these like texts is it talks about, it has texts where they talk to their Uripon. What's Uripon? Their Alipins. Oh no! Remember the Oripon? Yeah, 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 the talking yeah, 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 about yeah. it, right? Yeah. Because he goes to his Oripon and says, Give me a hand, get the ceremonial plate, the one with the golden rim, used in resurrecting and in giving one life. Wow, there's one specific bowl for resurrection. Yeah. And he took out his dagger, he cut his finger, and he wounded his pinky. And he shed seven drops of blood. Mm-hmm. And he did this six times. Mm-hmm. And then... Gimbitinan, the mom, and the dad, Burulakao, and even the sister, sister also did that. They cut their fingers and they dropped blood. And the drops commingled in the plate and their bl- blood blended together and diffused with that of Humadapnon. And she covered with a handkerchief and she see, which I think, incense or something mm-hmm. over the plate. And then she said, if the Dalongdong were true. So there's a lot of text here which is if you're really powerful or if the spirits words are mm-hmm. true please do this for me that's but kind that's of how kind they of like start a, no, their um, ritual it's kind of an insult kind of a challenge yeah 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 i don't know i guess they said it a more respectful turn tone and you don't capture it in english i guess anyway if the dalongdong were true turn this blood into a man make him a handsome one sturdy male must he be a mature man right away this spell needs to be like public for all the single ladies. <laughs> and then suddenly, a young man appeared and he was handsome and he was strong. And Labing Anyag asked Humadapnon, what should we call him? And then Humadapnon said, let's call him Dumalapdap. And his Who is the youngest brother the youngest in the other story? In the other. Yeah. And his full name is Dumalapdap Hundat Magbatong Balanan. Okay. Can we have a sidebar, a Powerpuff Girls sidebar? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> so, you know, Powerpuff Girls, we... Sugar, spice, and everything. Yeah, nice. so right. So the, the, the professor made sugar, spice, and everything nice, and then, like, accidentally spilled, like... Chemical the, X. Chemical X, right? So, there was one episode of Powerpuff Girls where the girls wanted a third classmate. Can I just classmate. say, I literally just watched Powerpuff Girls yesterday. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, they wanted to make a third sister, a fourth sister... For because they were oh I know this episode it's my, it's, it was my, Tanya and my favorite episode so it was because there were so many crimes and they felt like understaffed <laughs> they were so like they're gonna make an, a third head they were count. like this is too much for our capacity yeah yeah they had they needed we were over capacity so they didn't have it but then their dad was like no no you can't do it and so they did it themselves so like should we get sugar or we're like well we have artificial sweetener and oh then do we have spice and then like 
No, we don't have spice, but we got dirt and rocks and things. Oh, God. And then they said, and everything nice, ribbons! You know, like, ribbons, sparkles, rainbows! It was like a Frankenstein of a... And then, yeah, and then they had, they like, oh, I accidentally spilled chemical X. And then it was like a monstrosity Powerpuff Girls, and her name was Bunny. And she was giant, and she had crooked teeth and, like, lopsided eyes. And then she was like, Bonnie, do good. Oh my Bonnie. <laughs> that's so fucking scary. So yeah, that's my, that was Tanya and I. So sometimes Tanya and I would just be like, and I'm like, hey, that was great. Like sometimes she'd be driving, right? And be like, make a really nice U-turn. And I'm like, that's such a good U-turn. She's like, Bonnie, do good. Wait, did they keep Bunny? What happened to Bunny? No, after? Bunny. Okay, so they had an enemy and then... She sacrificed herself. She sacrificed herself. And That's then she horrible. turned into all of her component parts. That's so sad. <sighs> Bunny do good. Bunny did good. And then Bunny was like... It was It was very like a Iron Giant. Oh my god. Remember when he went down and he's like, Superman. It was like that and Bunny was like, Bunny do good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Okay, so they made a bunny. So, what's his name again? Uh, Dumalaplap. You know, you know, the, my quiz should have just been, please say the name of this person. God. No, no, so far, what I remember is like, a far from the hero, Dumalaplap and like the hyuk 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 I wonder if the yuk 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 girl is because she likes to laugh and it's just an onomatopoeic word. Maybe. Right? Okay, so eventually, yeah, so there was a boy, they called him Dumalapdap, and they breathed life into him. And then when he kind of woke up or got to consciousness, he was like, why am I here? Why did you create me? What's up? Oh, what's going on? Kill me. Like one of those clones. Yeah. Kill me. <laughs> and then is oh, I made you because I need a companion. I'm going to court mm. her, this, this lady. She's very beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly... And I find this so creepy if you think about it in any other context. What I've is, you need to be a good companion to me, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm going to train you in how to fight. Okay. And he takes a spear uh-huh. and he kills Dumalaplak. What? How? Dumalaplak doesn't know how to fight. And then what I've is like, okay, now we're going to fight. Okay. And he takes his spear and he pierces Dumalaplak. And Dumalaplak dies. dies. But... You just wasted... And then he asked his sister to bring the Malaplap back to life. That's effed up. And he did this six times. And then by the seventh time, the Malaplap was a serial killer. By the seventh time, no one could beat the Malaplap. Isn't this freaky? <laughs> so, it reminds me of the Cain and Abel portion of a, of like the Sandman. Uh, the Sandman, yeah. Just killing, killing the same guy. And poor guy. Exactly. So for seven times he charged, six times he with a fury hacked. And lo, with agility learned in combat, no slash of death could reach Buyong Dumalaplap. No blade could touch his skin. For now he was swift in, depe- in defense, adept in the use of the shield. It, this is really like the tough love of like, no, I have to do this so that he learns. So he yeah, I'm his older brother. It's and Humadapnon held high his head with pride as joy filled I have to his turn heart. Turn around because my, my neck hurts from turning on the oh. side. Okay. He turned and hid his smile, his joys over the accomplished task. He was like, 
I'm so proud of it, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> that I killed six times. Jesus. He's like, he's so undefeated. Oh, my God. I did such a good job Oh, my God. I am, I am such a good teacher. Oh, my God. Okay. So. Good job, Madapdod. You're a great teacher. You're a great older brother. Forcing your forcing your sister to create a new person and then killing it six and times. And then revive the person six more times. And the probably, sister's probably like, you guys, stop killing each and other. And the sister's like, I have other jobs. Like, what the heck? Oh but God. obviously, in the epic, the sister's just like, I can do that. I can do that. She's very, she's very efficient. Is she's kind of like your admin that you keep on making make your expense reports? <laughs> After like, this is the sixth time you should know how to do this by now. Yeah. Okay, now. So, eventually, yeah, he's undefeated, he's trained, he's fully ready to go. So, they set off to sail, right? And again, so this is just a random detail, not important to the plot. But it shows how, like, I, I the wording's very interesting because it said, so his most respected parents, Borolakao and Gimpitinan, they stood in the yard, they just woke up, he said, I'm gonna leave soon. And then with hands akimbo, commanded the Oripon. Oripon, you go and take out and then hang it there. Basically, like get the get the people ready. Let's celebrate to see these people off and get the boat ready and everything. But even the whole evocation of the image of ordering the Oripon the around. Oripon around. That's interesting, right? I know, I know. But anyway, I mean, it's a slave culture back then. Yeah. Okay, uh, and then this is the villain of 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 his dad to him. He said. If you ever meet any unrighteous strangers and by deceit you're defeated, captured, and then imprisoned, subject to humiliation untold, don't ever yield or prostitute yourself or even beg for mercy. So it's very shameful to like beg for mercy. You just like, just take it. Take it or die like in battle or something like that. Yeah. So they did all the ceremonies to see them off. And then when they sailed, they reached the part when they were sailing out to, to the open sea they reached the part where near so by them it's a i'm gonna read the text by the mouth of saripa near the craggy saripapa adjacent to mount tirana opposite it stood the moving isles two rocky mounds that stood apart and crushed each other at intervals so they had to cross this channel where people were like from the river to get to the open sea where both sides of a cliffside would open close. Would open and close at intervals. Wow. So think of like Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. No, no. In Lord of the Rings, it was always open. Oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Yeah. yeah, it would open and close. I'm thinking like my favorite movie of all time, The Rock with Sean Connery, where they had to time the, the boiler doors opening and closing oh, yeah. to get through. So, escaping this, the move, move on, passing the corners, turning at points without delay, then crossing the narrow straits into a shore where ten rivers poured. But it also reminds me of Moana, you know, when they were getting to Tefiti, yeah. to, the, to the heart of Tefiti, where they had to beat Teka, or like get past Teka. Yeah. <laughs> there was also a portion, I might be skipping some parts, but it's okay. There's also a portion where, after that, when they went into the open sea, they reached like a portion where the sea was so sticky. Sticky? It looked, the water looked like blood. And they said it's like you melted like gum and it would not move. And so it took them so long 
to wow. to move because the sea was not moving That's there was so no wind and I was like this is such like an evocative image yeah right? yeah yeah and it's not something that I've seen that I've seen before yeah. in other tales wow okay. what if they were riding on the back of a whale and they just didn't know it because it was just so <laughs> that would be good but then they saw the bloody thick sea ah okay because yeah, they were yeah. rowing on it right where was I were they sailing or were they rowing? Were they... Ah, sorry. They were sailing. Or both. Both. They were in a barangay. Um, barangay. A barangay boat? Yeah. Yeah. Which is like the long boat. So, they rode through this like super slow like sea, right? Gunky, super gunky thick. Sea. Gummy, slimy, I don't know. Sea. And eventually, it took them many, many months mm. to get to to cross that part and start sailing much more rapidly. Mm-hmm. And then when they exited that area, they eventually went near this place where there was a mountain isle called the Tarangban. Tarangban. And they recall that they were actually said that you have to be careful and you have to never set foot in the shores of Tarangban because you will be bewitched Ooh. if you go there. Right? And... Another mount, so it was a mountain isle standing huge before their eyes. The place where evil charm was strong to make men forget their home. Oh. Okay. So. What if it was just a casino? Like. <laughs> this is what I like about the Percy Jackson books. That, uh-huh. they, that they depicted the modern contexts of the gods. The two children, Zeus's children, were like lost in time because they were like stuck. In a casino, which is sort of like the modern version of like a minotaur's maze or something. Love it. Right? Okay. There was a portion where, because they were traveling for so long, right? In, mm-hmm. in the in the unmoving sea. That, oh my, the plant kind of got like a bit evil. So, I'll just read this part to you. So many moons had passed. So many seasons had come and gone. Yet the respected master, the wise counselor, Buyong Umadap Nun, was still plowing the watery He was lake. talking about himself in the third person. No, no, no. This is the narrator. And a bachelor that he was. A bachelor he still remained. This is oh a big deal. Sorry. With no one keeping his company or sleeping by his lonely side except the kudyapi that he prized so dear which he played when feeling sad. Kudyapi is kind of like a, a stringed instrument, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, you know, by himself, like playing sad So Filipino. Like... It's so Filipino <laughs> to like play guitar and be like all the like, oh, oh, so lonely. <laughs> miss na miss. Or like, Kailan, 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 we have karaoke later, and these are these are some songs that we need to sing. <laughs> he passed by an area where there was actually like a datu who he was distantly related to. Okay. And he told his spirit friends like, oh, we have to pass by. And can you tell him to like, so that we can meet up? Because I think if he if I pass by without telling him that I passed by, it's rude. he would uh, like be insulted yeah, and yeah, think yeah. I was like mayabang. I totally get that, man. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he met up with the guy, and the guy's like, oh, you're on a great quest, whatever. And then he's like, okay, but be careful. And make sure that you don't pass by this island. He said, you Ah. might be enticed to pass by the enchanted island 
from which flows poisoned water what? of the enchanted stream. I warn you, do not pass by and do not go near I wonder near what's the modern day equivalent shore. of this place. Okay. This part is is Exciting. where it starts okay. ratcheting okay. up. Okay, okay, okay. Because he describes what's in this. Why is it so whatever? A dragon. You would be most unfortunate should you cruise around it now that you already know. The wiles of the women inside the Tarangban of the Enchanted Island, the much-avoided mount. There reside thousands of women. Yes. By five hundreds or by millions. Wow. All of them maidens. All of them kept ones. And all of them are unmarried too. Kept He's like, binukot lahat. Lahat sila binukot. Millions. Yeah. He's like, don't go there because all of them are maidens. There's so many women. Don't so go there. So many hot ladies. Don't go there. And he's like, they are all young. Young maidens blooming in age whose bosoms have just grown. Hardly have they passed puberty. And so, Ew, that's messed up. And so fresh and unlearned is your age, Buyong. It's still unwise in your judgment because you're still young. A budding youth in the land. He's like, don't go there. There are so many pretty ladies who are fresh and beautiful, who are so sexy. Like, are you serious? It's a dirty old man. Is this the way that you tell someone not to go somewhere? You tell them, oh, it's all ugly monsters in there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Don't go there. There are millions of binokot there. They're all. Don't go there, Anima. There's too much bacon. Too good. The bacon (laughs) is too good, Anima. It's all crunchy. It's like a buffet. It's a woman buffet. Don't go to the buffet of women. Anyway, it's just... Anyway, okay. Okay. Before we get to the next part of the story, I just want to say that even reading just the English translation of the text, you can really tell that the language and the poetry is beautiful. Mm -hmm. So this is the next chapter. It says, going towards the cave. And then the first... It starts with like, Let's leave him whimpering, wailing the fear of his heart. For this is the beginning of the incident that tells the story of the Taramban, of the stone wall, Korundulan. It's like, now we're gonna get to the meat of the story. Wow. Um, So they go. And this is when all the kids are in the story. You're like, (sighs) and so so he's gonna journey now, right? Mm -hmm. And then the, the narrator, the chanter says, Meanwhile, I'll digress from my story and narrate to you what's happening inside the Taramban. Ooh, so like a comic. Meanwhile, on the other side, mm-hmm. so now we shift. Mm-hmm. There, not a waft of air could be felt mm-hmm. by the well-kept ones in the Taramban. So they lived inside the mountain isle mm-hmm. of Taramban, especially by the one who headed them, who was their leader, Sinangkating Bulawan. Okay. Also called Umbay Ginmayunan Sinakati of Ibiao, brought up to be beautiful, a well kept maiden. So she mm. was the leader of these millions or thousands or whatever yeah. of Minokot. And she said, There's not even a piece of air here, I need to cool down. So mm. I'm gonna go out. So she went out to bathe and to cleanse herself outside. And when she went out, she saw the boats. Kumadapnon's boat coming near the shore and she's like who is this person what's going on didn't he she he listened to his uncle <laughs> and then and then the golden boat was passing by and was getting near and then i i think this is the part where the the chanter was like skipped certain portions because part of the text says i'll shorten this 
and turn my narration to do I'll get married. And I'm just telling you some of the descriptions of the women, right? So, the vessel was three turns away when it came within calling distance of the maiden who was standing there, walking back and forth, her hips swaying gracefully, fresh and well-rounded. Step <laughs> <Just got> booty. <laughs> oh, Sinangkati was struck because she saw the boat and the guy. She held her breasts with her hands, clasped <laughs> them with her palms. Her palms. So maiden and the well cup one. Parang may nakita ko before. She na shook parang. her head in disbelief, <laughs> and at the same time, clicking her tongue, clutching her breasts. She clutched her breasts. <sighs> Who could this traveler be? She wondered. With such beauty and charm, unequal in the land, I have not seen this. I have never encountered this before. It's um, like a. It's kind of like um, Wonder Woman's Island, but instead of all being Amazons, they're all like, you know. Kept women. Yeah, so she was like, I'm gonna find out who this is. So she called out. She's like, hey, who are you? Why are you here? Okay. What are you doing here? And then she called out. Temptation Island. Huh? Temptation Island. Yeah, so she shouted. And her voice was noted by Dumalapdap. Twice she called out. And the third time she shouted. Perspiration moistened her bras. Her face became red. So she's getting angry because no one was paying attention. And then the people in the boat, because it was only the Malabdap could hear it, right? Why? He, Does he, he have really good hearing? Because no he's died. Maybe he's at the front of the boat. And Maybe. I don't know. So he told, told his Zoripon, Could you check who's that? I think that someone's calling, but I don't know who it is. And they were passing by already. They didn't get the answer back. And she's so mad because she was like, How dare you ignore me? You're so. She was very insulted, and it's kind of like the whole, like, if you're a maiden, you shouldn't be ignored, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so she was like, who are they? They're so vain and, like, prideful. Why why aren't they answering me, mm-hmm. right? She got mad. And then, when Dumalapdap realized who it, who, who it could be, he was like, oh my god, this must be, like, the maidens who are, like, the mm-hmm. evil maidens who are watching over this enchanted island. She was like, oh my god, I can't let Humadapnon hear them. Okay. He instructed all of the... Oripon. I bid you all make all the noise you can and uproar loud to drown the call for this might be heard by their respected master. So he was looking out after his brother. It's like the the opposite of the Odyssey. Odyssey. Instead of like block all the sounds, we're like, no, 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 he, he was looking out for his brother. He's nice. I mean, you can't say he, he did it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, look. Long story short, it doesn't work. Humadapnon eventually, like, here's, um, the here's the girl. And the girl was like, oh, you should come pass by and let's share a betelna. Oh my god. And if you listen to our episode on the princess and the betelna, you know that that is a very intimate app. That is only shared. That's just like let's let's do like give each other blowjobs. That's what it means. <laughs> That's what it means. It's naughty, naughty. And so he kept like she kept trying to persuade him, and he was like, "Oh no, no, I I have to go. I'm I'm on a very like important like journey. I can't pass by." But you, I'll Wait, come what back. is he? What is it? Where is he going again? He's gonna go get a wife, right? Hmm? He's going on the way to get a wife. Yeah, right? but you know. Yeah. What have we learned about these heroes? Doesn't that doesn't matter. <laughs> so when Humadapnon saw, he was like, "Oh my God, who is this beautiful maiden?" And he was like, "She would make a delightful mate, a lovely partner, a playmate in the village with whom one could have pleasure and sit on his lap." 
So he he declined like she asked three times mm-hmm. and he declined three times and she got so angry. She's like, okay, you know what? This doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I've used all my wily womanly charms to entice mm-hmm. him and it still hasn't worked. And so in fury, she went inside. And then she went into like the innermost chamber. It was like a maze going inside the mountain. She turned and turned and turned and went into a hidden chamber to visit her youngest sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, her youngest sister's name is Sinangkating Bulawan Humbay Hinmayunan. And she was the most beautiful of the millions. Of all the women on that island. Of Binokot on the island. And she was also the most powerful um, there. And she said, we have to entice this traveler to come stay with us. So please dress in your most beautiful clothes. Oh my god, it's Miss Universe. We have to entice him. And it's so funny because the detail here is she changed her clothes four times. To get into like the best. Like the best. Oh, this is not good enough. And then she changed Meanwhile, the boat is just coming by. I guess it's a big island. So they didn't escape that fast. And then eventually, in order to entice Humadapno and all the others to stay, while the leader went to look for their youngest sister, mm-hmm. all of the other millions of Binokot went outside like the mouth of the cave. Uh-huh. And so suddenly there were like a million hundreds women. and thousands yeah, yeah, yeah. of beautiful women and they were all trying to entice Humadapno to stay. But he was like, oh no, 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 I can't did they do it. Say, did they say why? Did they did they need him for just like entertainment or it's just what they do like they just it didn't talk about their motivations Mm -hmm. Um, but i guess they were like oh we need a companion with us or whatever i guess right so they were all standing there outside the cave and he was still like no 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 i'm so very sorry but i really have to go i'm on this journey etc and then eventually the rest of the people on the crew are like (laughs) (laughs) it's too late they already heard oh yeah okay and then eventually um singkating bulawan umbay in mayuna this is the younger sister the youngest sister Mm -hmm. she's also called malubay hanginon mahubokubokon she eventually went out and she was in the middle of like you know she's at the entrance of the cave surrounded by all of these other beautiful women it's like the ultimate cheerleader effect ultimate yeah and she was the most beautiful of all of them and this description she was a a blooming maid in early age a virgin just past her girlhood nothing could be said of her or from her body removed her figure was well cut even if seen from behind, more so if seen in front. <laughs> so she was telecogenic and... So I guess she's curvaceous. She's just, yeah, really. Yeah. But like she just had her period, so she's like 14, 13. The, the charmed scent of the maiden reached the most respected master. Does she smell like? The dadu immediately sighed. <sighs> and he rose to his feet and he looked out the window. Uh, and he saw her and he held his breast and he was like who could this be of such rare <laughs> beauty and he was suddenly like in love and he's like oh my god I have to go there so he went okay he he, he was then in a way wait, wait, he was ensorcelled he wasn't ensorcelled they were just girls yeah and he was horny because he hadn't been with anyone yet. yeah and then he he told his companions, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the land, and I I want to 
go to her because mm-hmm. I want to make her my wife. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, yeah, please drop by and share betel nut with us and sweeten your lips until you are more than satisfied. What does that mean? And Nun was deeply touched. He could not say no. It is embarrassing to do so. It would be disrespectful for young men like him. <laughs> I'm like, sure. My note, sure, Jen. My note here is literally, sure, sure Jen. Jen. <laughs> sure, Jen. You could not. You absolutely could not. I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh my God. If she's there, like, I mean, it would be rude to say no, right? I can't lie, not. It's just I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be rude. Yeah. Then, they, they came all this way. But he's so indecisive. Okay. He's like, no, okay, no, 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 no. I have to go, I have to go. Because you were inviting him. And he's like, no, no, no. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just in such a hurry. And I have to go and I can't stop by. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And she was so offended. She's like, I came out from the depths of the mountain. And I dressed uh, four times. All this way. I brought my best betel <laughs> And she was like, you are a disrespectful man. Do you have to be taught? Look with your eyes and see the crowd of well-kept maidens. You can choose any one of them. Choose with whom to make love. Oh my goodness. Make love now, God. I know. And she's, he and he still said, no, I'm so sorry. I have to go. I, I can't stop. I, I, I wish I could, but you know. And then she was so offended. And she... Then said, it's up to you then. If you won't answer me. If That's you won't so passive-aggressive. No, 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 wait. Oh. Then she whispered, Come, oh my spirit friends. I invoke your powerful spell. Let his thoughts follow me. And let his thoughts pursue me. The oh. most respected one. Respected one. Buyong humadapnon. And she basically... Ensorcelled him mm-hmm. with so, her with her spirit friends with her spirit friends and with her wiles. So it wasn't just titties. And eventually, Umadapnon was like, "I don't know. What do you think?" Dumalapdabi song his brother was like, "Should we just go? Like, it's just, you know, maybe we'll just have like a little it's five minutes. It's just, just five like, minutes. We'll just have a slice of the betel nut. Like, we'll just share it with a little bit. Yeah. It can't be that bad." Yeah. And Dumalapdabi was like, "No, we can't do it. Are you insane?" <laughs> and then he said. This is this is exactly what they told us not to do. Yes. And if you do it, you will be like a bad example. They will tell generations from now, they will talk about Humadapnon. Do you want to be like Humadapnon? Who's like, stupid? Who thought with his dick and didn't like, <laughs> you know, he's like, don't do it. And, and they like, did in the epics. <laughs> and it yeah, happened. You'll be told as an example in the days to come by what you've done. You'll be remembered as a disobedient, defiant, and disrespectful son. You have not taken heed and you've not listened to the words of the elders. Mm-hmm. He said. And Umadapnon began weeping. <laughs> Jesus, guy, get it together. Crying out his uncontrollable feelings, pouring but out tears I love and desperation. And then the, the maiden went back inside her chamber. And she was so like hurt and she was so angry. And so she said, Come, my spirit friends, make these charms really work. Let the thoughts follow me and the feelings of Buyohumadapnon overpower him with charms, overcome him with magic, affect his judgment, weaken his willpower, and numb his reasoning so he could not think of going back on his way or returning to where he came from. And then... Did it work? 
yeah so she went and did a whole lot of ritual mm-hmm. like you know invoke the power of the spirits and she concentrated on madapdong what if like while ritual. you're doing your beauty ritual that's what you're saying like while you're putting like your yeah. your let your him FTE, think of me let him think of me and blah, that's blah, a great blah, blah, ritual blah, blah, right and so humadapdong lost his power of reason and his just judgment lost his window wisdom he kept thinking about the beautiful maiden mm-hmm. um, so anyway he so humadapdong dumadapdap had like his whole argument because dumadapdap kept like telling him like come on like this is a big mistake Rose please don't do it <laughs> And he said, he, he figured that, like, he couldn't stop him adapt anymore. He's like, okay, if you're gonna go there, like, don't stay long, okay? okay? Like, don't stay longer. Even if you're so attracted, just give some excuses to the to the binukot so that we can go. And so he's like, okay, okay, we'll just be good, we'll just be good. And then there's this whole, like, dress-up montage <laughs> of, like, he put, he took his dagger, he put it in his weapon's helmet, and then he put his hat. His hat had various colors adorned with gold, embroidered with shreds of gold. He was so well dressed. He had his shield on. Oh my god. Uh, the golden hat the, the shield of the golden hat. Getting ready, Monta. He brought his spear along. It's um, like Rocky, but for dates. <laughs> and then he stopped out of the doorway. His thoughts were very joyful. He was very happy. His body was lightsome. His, his movements were frightful. For he would be passing by. Passing by to make love to the well kept maidens. Inside the Tarangban, there by the millions, there by the hundreds, there by the thousands. All of them were maidens, all of them were well cup ones, and they were unmarried who had just reached puberty. One didn't have a make a choice to, to make a choice, for one couldn't leave out the others. What? So he effed all of them? Did he have an origin? Maybe Tarangban? Maybe. Where's modern day Tarangban? So so Humadapnon went there and he just made merry mm-hmm. with all of the different Binokot and it even listed the different names of the Binokot that he was with. And eventually, like, the Binokot decided to... Because Dumalapdap went with him, right? Okay, to, okay. to protect him. And they went and kind of, like, you know, offered companionship with Dumalapdap. And Dumalapdap said, oh, no, no, please, it's okay, you don't need to come near me. My body is still immature, I'm still very young. I do not have any desires or any cravings for well-kept maidens. I am an inexperienced chiefman, and I am still a chaste man. Also, I was made of blood. I was just made, like, a few months ago. Like, and I, also, I've died sometimes. Years, I've so. seen shit. So, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm asexual, so. So he was the first asexual hero. Oh, he's not <laughs> a hero. He was a sidekick. Well, he tried to be the voice of reason. He did. And eventually they got like so aggressive that he had to like put his shield out to like <laughs> fight the maidens. To push them away. Like, don't come near me. I don't have sex. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot to make my penis. And they were so angry. They were so offended. So they're like, okay, fine. We'll go back to Humadapnon. And Humadapnon. Okay, so I'll just read this part and then we'll just move on. He began caressing the maidens and making love to them. Different were those on one side from those near his shoulders reclined. Another group sat before him, entirely different, were on his lap. And so were those beside him covering the hammock, including near the post where the peg held the rope. Unseen from afar, unrecognizable from there, was Buyong Kumadapnon. 
So, Dumalabdap could hardly find where Humadapnon was because he yeah. was covered in women. With women. And I was like, this is like, you know what it makes me feel? What, what it reminds me of? You know those like exotic kind of quote unquote oriental tales from like the mm-hmm. the Middle East that were like. Yeah, like harems and yeah, stuff. Yeah, harems yeah. and stuff that were told in like Arabian Nights type mm-hmm. of, of stories. Mm-hmm. And I'd never encountered that in, in our oral yeah. literature. <laughs> we, well, we apparently have it. Yeah. We have a we have a a, a, a so, carpet of women. So this is like a lot of wish fulfillment for like yeah. tattoos of that time. Yeah, and and was and it's so funny because it's an island of Binokot, and the yeah. nature of Binokot is the the rarity. Yeah. of the Binokot. But it's it's the ultimate like yeah. There's so many of them here, and they've never been touched, and they've yeah. just turned into women. And Dumalabda was like, oh my god, Dumalabda, what is going on with you? And he said, I have lost respect for you. He's like, my opinion of you is lowered. Even if you were born ahead of me, like, you know. I judge you. <laughs> I judge and you. And he said, yeah. okay, that's enough caresses and that lovemaking now and let us go home. <laughs> that's an actual quote. He's like, okay, pack it up. Pack okay, it up. enough. Pack enough. Up now. Listening ears. Listen. <laughs> so anyway, just to cut the next couple of parts short because it's it's a lot. Eventually, Dumalabdap is like, okay, this is taking so long, and he he's really impatient to go home. He keeps trying to convince Dumalabdap to go home, but eventually, like the prettiest one, the youngest one, right, the one who enchanted him, mm. came out. Mm. Uh, like, sorry. Eventually, Hubadapnon goes to seek out that the young one, the young one, the most beautiful one. He goes into the labyrinthian maze inside the mountain in her hidden chamber, and he sees her. And she in her fifth outfit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's so beautiful, and he makes love to her. Right, Dumalabdap is like, we really need to go, and he keeps trying to convince Hubadapnon to go. Mm-hmm. And eventually, after like long enough, they they're trying to like get out. Are they there for like hours, days, or weeks? Months, or months, months. Yeah. How much sex can you have? I know, right? She was in her room, and I guess she heard that he was coming, but he, she was angry, oh. so she pretended to be asleep. That's very true to life. She was in her. She was making dumpo. She was in her hammock and she was pretending to sleep. She's like, hmm, I'm not gonna make him punch in. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. And he knew that she was pretending. pretending. And so he was like, Okay, I'm gonna seduce her. So he played like his instrument. Could Yeah, and then he just like caressed and fondled her while she was sleeping. And eventually she was like, Oh, you're here. What? Hi. <laughs> Why, sir? And then like, some takat ng boobs. Why, sir? <laughs> And then, you know, they share a battle knot and then they make sweet, sweet love. Mm-hmm. And eventually... I like that the girls are hornier in this story. I guess because, you know, you're the island by yourself. But also it's wish fulfillment, so yeah. who knows. Eventually, Humadapnon's like, wait, 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 no, I have to go, yeah. right? And he told the maiden, I, I, I'm sorry, but I, I need to go. Like, I'm, I'm gonna go, but don't worry, I'll come back for you. But I just need to do this thing. Sure. E.g., get a wife. Another way, and she was so mad. She was like, "It would have been better if I didn't allow you to touch me or to fondle me. Now I've lost my body and my name. How can I restore and regain my honor?" Because it's true. 
Yeah, she gave her virginity to this random guy, right? But she yeah. also did it without consent because she ensorcelled him. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Or maybe she was planning naman talaga to get him to to make him, make her his wife. So she, her, her ploy worked part of the way. Yeah, he did say that I, you know, I would bring you with me. Yeah, maybe on the way back. <laughs> and then he got his spirit friends to make her fall asleep. Oh. Yeah, so that she would. I love this whole concept of like your powers are your spirit friends. I know. Because even all the battles could only be won by like invoking some like spiritual blessing, using mm-hmm. a blessed item, yeah. right? They are able to go, right? At one point, Dumalabdap and Humadap Nun are kind of trying to run away and then the cave closes, <gasps> separating Dumalabdap and Humadap Nun. Oh no, the buddies. Um, and how does Humadap Nun escape? Dumalabdap is able to escape the cave, but he is not able to bring Humadap Nun with him. Humadap Nun, who is trapped on the other side of the locked cave door. So he has no choice. He leaves, he goes back to their home and to their parents. And he says, I'm, I'm very sorry, but I, you know, I was able to come back, but I wasn't able to bring Humadapnon back with me. He's still trapped in that enchanted island. And of course, they are shocked and they're desperate. So they call every single Babaylan they know they call. The most powerful Babaylan throughout the islands. But no one is able to succeed. All of them fail to retrieve Humadapnon from the enchanted island until they hear about an incredibly powerful Babaylan by the name of Nagmalitong Yawa. And that's where we're going to end part one. In part two, we will find out exactly what happens. Is Nagmalitong Yawa able to retrieve Humadapnon from the enchanted island of the thousands upon thousands of Pinokot. Does he really want to leave though? And what happens to their courtship, their love story? Remember, Nagmalitong Yawa is the maiden that Humadapnon went on the journey um, to actually find and to court. And what happens after the marriage? Because believe it or not, there is an even greater adventure. And lots of plot twists and turns that happens after that. And that's all coming in part two. So we hope you enjoyed part one. If you absolutely cannot wait and want to hear what happens to the rest of the story, part two, like the full telenovela, uh, is already up on our Patreon. So you can go to patreon.com slash thegodsmustbecrazypodcast. We hope you enjoyed that and we'll see you next time. Bye! Thank you.